Welcome to the Habs Drive for 25 podcast. Thanks for joining us. Marty here, Coach Boomer. A little disappointed by, uh, more frustrated by this loss. It was a, it was a tough one. I got the kid with me and Boots is good. Boots is definitely going to join us soon. I don't know about uh, Buster. Doesn't look like Buster is going to join us tonight. The kid, what's up? I'm pissed. That's basically Pissed. what's up. Rally. Yeah, that's that's really that's what's up. That's what's uh what are you pissed about? The loss, uh the way the Habs lost. Really frustrating. Montreal definitely played better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Other than that first maybe five, six minutes that kept Calgary in the lead for the entire game. I thought Montreal was the better team and I thought the refing had a part to play in this and I'm not going to compliment the refs ever again. <laughs> I complimented them last podcast. Cause I said they didn't do such a bad job. And then next game, here we are. We found our, we find ourselves with uh, some bad refing. I also think Calgary, you know, they, they kept coming too. And I mean, Jake Allen had a great game as far as I'm concerned. It wasn't a Goldie's problem tonight. I just think that we just didn't finish our finish wasn't there tonight. It seemed we just, uh, and Markstrom was standing on his head too. So, but, uh, as far as ref goes, I kind of agree with the kid. The refs were a little bit off again tonight. They're just, but on both, both ends there, but like, just, I don't know. And of course, uh, the second goal that Calgary scored, the one that pretty much nailed it for us, we had bad puck, puck luck. Yeah. That, ha- that happens, hit the stanchion and came back towards like for Calgary. We were trying mm-hmm. to dump it in. But hey, it's our first loss. Things are gonna happen. It sucks, but that first one's out of the way. So now we can focus on winning. And if there is another loss, it doesn't hurt as much. It's a little frustrating though. We lost Josh Anderson. Yeah, I didn't uh, even see what happened. Nobody knows. He just left the ice. Okay. And uh almost lost KK on a play that uh we ended up having a penalty on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys feel about the hit? It was a head contact, elbow right in, in the face, and it shows like, because it shows because he had a somewhat bloody nose. So if it isn't obvious enough, because visually seeing the hit, because it was an elbow to the face, the bloody nose kind of gives it away as well. I just that's two against us now, and I I don't understand what. What are they looking for? Like, what, what what more do you have to do? Like, they gave, you know, Armia's got a concussion now. They're saying that the hit was a hockey hit. I mean, yes, Myers is taller. But so what's this one's excuse? Like, he had plenty of time. I saw the play develop. He had guys coming from around the back of the net. He had plenty of time to adjust his hit and hit him either in the chest or, you know, on the side or slow up a bit maybe even. Like, you don't, yeah. like, I understand, you know, players want to, oh, yeah. I gave the big hit, but you know what? Like you're still playing with somebody else's life and their livelihood. Like what, what if, what if uh, he had have given KK a major concussion instead of, you know, bloody nose. Yeah. We don't even know. We don't even know if he's got a minor concussion right now either. He kept playing, yeah. but we don't know yet. Like, I'm just saying like you could end somebody's career like that. Like, you know, we look at Crosby Crosby's one, one more little, even a small concussion away from never playing again. Like I yeah. just I don't I don't understand what the league needs to see. Uh, Cassie Campbell mentioned that uh, 
that uh, George Peros, uh, who is now uh, head of uh, player uh, safety, player safety, will take a look at it. So I don't know, maybe maybe he will get a, you know. But- well, last time last time he took a look at a hit to the head in uh, on Montreal, he didn't seem to care that much. So I don't know if he's going to care this time either. Yeah, he's and- just bitter. He's just bitter because he had one fight with Montreal and he got knocked out. So now he going to call yeah. everything against Montreal. Yeah. It must be. Is this it's the same thing with the Niskanen on Gallagher thing. They didn't really do much consequences on Niskanen in the playoffs. When Galli got cross-checked in the face, there wasn't really there was a suspension for a game or two. That was it. Oh, so it well, seems- with Montreal. I mean, Montreal, you know, we're It's Montreal. I mean, they they like seeing that shit. Yeah, it just seems and, like they like seeing that shit, and they don't call, never call it. They never call it. But oh my god, if we if we happen to do uh, the the small, didn't we? Didn't one of our players get a suspension in the playoffs? KK got a got ejected from a game for a hit from behind that wasn't really worthy of. He got uh, a game misconduct or something. It was for no reason. It, KK put a clean hit in. And the guy turned his back as he took a shot. He was a left-handed, took a shot, and KK took a just hit him last minute. And KK got ejected from a game during the playoffs. So it just seems like oftentimes it's it's never our way. It doesn't pay off. And the and the thing about tonight's hit on KK is he kind of elevated his arms too. Like it was an elbow to the to the face. He elevated his arms up. And it, it hit KK right in the face. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's like I said though, the reaction was like instinct. It was a quick instinct that the guy because KK turned around quickly. So on the re on the replay though, I thought he had enough time to to react. Especially you, know, you thought. Well, no, but especially when it comes down to being professionals, I thought there was enough time to react. Hmm. I'm not sure about that, but I would have given a two minutes. And that would have solved the whole thing. Weber didn't deserve a penalty either. He didn't even yeah, do anything. Instead, instead, we get two minutes for nothing. For sticking up for our guy. That's why. Yep. Yeah. You're not allowed just, to do that. Yeah. Our guy's got a bloody nose and he's struggling. Our young guy. Future. Yeah. From a from an actual hit to the face, like an elbow to the face, whether it was intentional or not, you know. So to me, it was a penalty right in front of the ref. Yeah, we had we had six penalties tonight, or six penalty kills at least. Uh, Sixteen penalty minutes. Oh, there it was, was a lot of penalties called. It was, but it was well, a lot the of reffing, stuff. Just... I find the refing all around in the league right now is not great, but just they're so excited to call penalties. Yeah, throughout the entire league, there's just too many penalties in a lot of games. But I find with Montreal, it's it's been the same issue for years, and it still is an issue that the refing is seems to be maybe even biased against Montreal. I guess hmm. it's not fair, that's for sure. I don't know if it's on purpose or if it's just coincidence that Montreal seems to be getting bad refing, but it definitely isn't fair. No, I believe that. Romanov needs to shoot the puck more or at all. Yeah. He's always seems to just hesitate and make the pass and stuff. But 
even the announcer said tonight, if Romanov would shoot once in a while from the point, it would put the other team on edge to the point where they would be able to, they would have to kind of back off of him a little bit or, or press him. And then he, it would open up passing lanes, right, for him. Yeah. So and the thing, the thing about Romanov too is he has he has a good shot, right? It's not Jeff Petrie where he's going to shoot on everybody's shins and get blocked. Uh, his shots blocked all the time. He he really he skates well when he's up uh, on the blue line or near the blue line. He skates yep. really well. He kind of does a little loop back skates, and he he could really open up the lane if if he just chose to shoot. I thought I think. Even if he misses the net, but it comes back towards the slot, at least that would be a really good help for the offense. Well, that's just it. He needs to shoot the puck for sure. That's what I find Sherratt does a lot. He he purposely misses the net just so it stays in that deep area of the offensive zone. Yeah. Where as opposed Petrie kind of just takes shots on on other players and sometimes causes turnovers and odd man rushes. So Yep. Never finds a lane. Yeah. Rarely, very rarely. Unless he's he's in a forwards position. So I don't know if you heard Boomer because you had to go uh, take care of Galley the dog. Well, holy uh, Mac, he's hyper tonight. Yeah, well, he's probably pissed off because we lost, man. Yep. He feels it. He feels it. Yeah, Definitely. he's bitching. He's been bitching yeah, since the game. That's right. Think about it. If When all the nights that we won, he just goes and lays down because he's chill. He's relaxed. It's, yeah, it's all good. Right now he's, he's feeling the tension and the... That's right, man. He's feeling the the shit storm coming. He said there would be one. Um I'd like to yeah. have her a little a little rant. Some players uh, a rant on on Habs players who we think didn't play good tonight cuz I really? have a few. Really? I have a few. Yeah. Uh, I thought Dano was not on top of his game. No, I agree. struggling. I agree. Dano is really not playing great at all. Yeah. And then I thought Petrie wasn't so good either. Petrie's a reoccurring player. I thought, which is, this is a bit unusual, but I thought he was better tonight without the puck than he was with the puck. He mm. seemed to play the body and, and poke check well enough, but when he had the puck, he lost it a lot and couldn't get control of it. It was just really frustrating to watch. Yep. Yeah, but are think... we saying – sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, are we saying Dano had a bad game this game or has he been play... you think he's been playing bad for the last couple of games? I, I didn't think whole... bad. I thought more – I just thought more tonight. But... Well, especially tonight, but I think he hasn't been super great, especially offensively, which he said he wants to be seen in more of an offensive role, but he doesn't play well offensively. So I don't know what he wants here because – if he can't right. he, if he can't give us anything offensively, then why would he be trusted offensively? I agree. And I just I just want to note that Evans I find has been Claudine has been putting more confidence in Evans in the defensive zone than he has been putting in Danu, which goes to show that Danu isn't playing super well compared to Evans, who Evans is really playing a solid solid game. Guys, yeah, he's, he's quite the little player, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's not little, but. <laughs> Pretty, pretty decent. You guys hear Galley? He's still pissed. Is he? Oh, yeah. He's still he's, he's fired up. <laughs> he's fired up. Fired right wants, up. Uh, hey, by the way, have you heard the latest news of the Montreal Canadiens? No, I have not. Byron wants out. 
He's asked really? officially asked for uh, not Byron, sorry, Mete. Oh. He's officially asked for a trade. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Officially, yeah. And I'm not. It just came out in like all the news media. Though. I'm not surprised, wow. and I'm not. I'm not personally. I'm not too bothered by that. Well, no. I'm not surprised or bothered either. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't blame him. No, yeah. he's a young player. He wants to play, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he and he deserves he deserves a spot, but on a team who could use him. I don't think Montreal needs him anymore. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, when Montreal has other defensemen who could replace one of ours, if we could have any injuries, so well we we called this we called this uh, last year. We said, "What are we going to do? What's Montreal going to do when Romanov comes, makes a lineup, and all these other guys that are pushing like pushing from behind, like the Kale Flurries, the." You know, the, the Wallets, like, Wallets, uh, he played pretty good for us. I mean, didn't, yeah. he, play, didn't he play in that little uh, playoff, I call it the little playoff tournament that we just went through when we were playing Pittsburgh? I, I'm pretty he sure did he play. was in the lineup. Yeah. He did. Yeah. So, I mean, you got guys like that. Like, Mete is just doesn't – we just don't need him anymore. But exactly. he, he could definitely serve another team some purpose. Like, guaranteed. Yeah. He, could, he could easily play somewhere, as, uh, you know, and find a maybe top – not top four, but maybe like bottom, the bottom four, maybe like the second pairing, third pairing, maybe. I don't think he'd be a starting pair. That's for sure. But no, he could, he could squeeze in somewhere and I don't know who we would want to trade him with or whatever, but if we can get a nice little prospect or something out of it or move up on the trading block, who knows? Go get, go get Sidney Crosby. He wants, he wants, no, he wants to be in Montreal. If, If ever he, he were to get traded, he would want to go to Montreal or Colorado, is what I've seen. Well, we get we get Crosby there, and I'll th- then I'll start singing "Here Comes the Cup" because that would definitely like put us in serious. Here talk. comes the cup. Yeah. Oh. Trust in <laughs> something, <laughs> but anyway, no, no. But all it, buttered you, up. <laughs> yeah, all buttered up. Yeah. Uh, if you bring Crosby, that would be. Yeah. Oof. Something and, special. Uh, don't forget, eh? We might uh, end up with Cole Caulfield in the lineup late uh, this season. Is there even room for Caulfield, though? Like, if you think I don't about know. it, he scored three points today, so two goals. He did. Yeah. Not bad. I'd probably make some room. Yeah. I just hope that this Anderson thing is not serious, man. Like, we yeah. don't really need. I don't want to break up the chemistry right now. Holy! I think that was the biggest risk in in signing Josh Anderson, it wasn't if he would be able to play, play well, it was if he would be able to play, right? Mm-hmm. Injury free, yeah. Yeah, because with injury uh, injury issues last season, it seems like he might be having the same problem this year. Well, we'll see. I don't know. This is, this is the second time he has to leave the bench uh, due to injury during a game. And yeah. this time, this time he stayed out for the entire game. So, yeah. A bit stressful. Yeah, so we just got an update on Josh Anderson, and thank God, uh, the report came out as being flu-like symptoms. So I mean, at least it's not a bad injury. Exactly. Exactly. So that's and great news. We don't have to be as as worried for him. We were all concerned, I think, about that. So yeah. Well, he's already fitting in really well. Not just his play. Like I think the. The teammates really love him. Like he's a good team player, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually he he's a good fit. I like him. I like his mm-hmm. character. I like, you know, he he seems to be having a good time out there, smiling and stuff like that. Like you always want to see a player who seems to be loving 
where he plays. And Josh Anderson embodies that. I like that about him. Yeah, yeah so, and, and you could really tell that, like, the whole team was affected that he wasn't there. Because, well, first of all, Montreal didn't win this game. Not saying that it's only based on one player. But no, Anderson's the guy that's really fast and physical, so he drains the other team. and makes it easier for our team to get through and, and get pucks to the net easier. Yeah. It was it was notice it was noticeable that first of all there was kind of double shifting for some players, and also one of our top players was not in the lineup for most of the game, yeah. so it was noticeable. And I think um, from what I understood, Carey Price had flu-like symptoms as well. I just hope it's just a normal regular winter cold yeah. flu and not COVID related. Yeah, yeah, that would really you know suck. What, well, yeah, because you know what that could start. That could start us being suspended, like the team being games being Delayed. put on hold or whatever, right? Yeah. So some lonely nights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no more pod no podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And we got uh back to backs coming Monday, Tuesday against Vancouver. So we'll see if he plays in any of those games. If he doesn't, then that's a sign that it's probably relatively serious, somewhat serious. Yeah. Georgian is going to get asked, though, in, in press conferences, so keep an, an ear out for that. Uh, by the way, uh, Jake Allen. Exceptional game for him tonight. Unreal. I think he had a 9.69 save percentage, one goal against. That's pretty solid. Less wow. more than pretty solid. That's really great. It's yeah, really he awesome. played, played a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. But... We said uh, when we were talking before the season started, our very first podcast, we said that uh, playing against Calgary would be tough if Markstrom played because Markstrom's a really good goalie and he was the difference yeah. tonight. Although, although I think Markstrom was really, really solid tonight. He played a very, very good game. I think some, some opportunities were based on blocking shots, Calgary blocking shots, or just the, the shots missing. You know, Montreal had a lot of chances where Markstrom was not the factor of, of oh, yeah. Montreal not scoring. But, you know, uh, Sherratt and Suzuki, I think, both had opportunities where Markstrom just slid right to his left post really, uh, really well and, and saved a few, uh, multiple goals tonight. So Markstrom is definitely a great goaltender. But I do think yeah. there was some luck involved. And even at some points, he seemed a bit lost. Uh, throughout some some pushes and he's solid he's big boy too right what six five yeah covers a lot yep tonight's habs three stars are brought to you by la bikini Ajinette renault so uh let's start with me tonight all right third star for the habs i'm gonna give it to tonight uh i'm gonna give it to uh jake allen for I know I was going to give him the first star. Sorry, I wanted uh, Evans. Evans, third star. Jake Evans, that's his name, right? Yep. Yeah, that's who I wanted to give it to. Jake Evans, third star, and then the second star I'm going to give it to Galley because every single time he was close to the net or he was on the ice, he was creating something. And first star I'm going to get Jake Allen. Honorable mention to once again, I really like Chirot the way he's playing. So I'll go next. My third star, same as you, Jake Evans. Exceptional play, 
he's really responsible. You know, Koji and I really trust him a lot, which is excellent to see and definitely is helping with his development. And Evans just every game is consistent. He keeps keeps pushing and pushing and he's just he's going to become really really a great center. My second star, I'm going to give it to KK who played a really really good game. Amazing puck control in my opinion. Uh plays the body well. He's starting to become uh, very good both ways of the ice too, I find. Uh KK very good game for him and of course first star goes to Jake Allen exceptional goaltending tonight and deserves that first star. Okay. And I'll go with, uh, Brendan Gallagher as my third star because of his hard work. And like uh, boomer said, he created some chances. I'll go second star. I'll go with uh, KK for his hard work and yeah, great. Just overall, um, played the puck well, uh, controlled the play a lot when he was on the ice. He did create some chances. And, of course, my first star, without a shadow of a doubt, Jake Allen for a strong game as, as a backup. But he looked like a starter out there tonight for sure. Absolutely. And, uh, honor- yeah, honorable mention to Jake Evans, though, for another really good game. He's Every game, he's just on point. He's impressing me every game. And like you said, Claude Julien trusts in him. And that's that's really important for a young player to get the coach's trust. So that's good. He he trusts in him. That's yeah, trusts trusts, his. trusts in him. Sorry, I had trusts. to go ten to galley, but uh, you guys did your three stars. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, all good. I'll want, listen. Oh yeah. well, no, I'll listen to it no, when I edit. Them, yeah. I just uh, yeah. yeah, I just want to note uh, Nick Suzuki. You know, he didn't. His point streak ended tonight, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Oh but, shoot, that's right. Damn yeah, it. but he but he played a super solid game. And oh. once again, Suzuki keeps impressing us and, and just being being that exceptional two-way center. Well, he can always and, start a new one. Exactly. It's unfortunate that his streak ended, but hey, seven points in seven games. Uh seven point game streak is real uh seven game point streak. <laughs> point streak is uh yeah. it's really solid, especially for for a young player like that. You know you're underage. You shouldn't be drinking there, the kid. <laughs> <laughs> struggling tonight. Struggling, struggling. Yeah. Seven game under streaks. He, he said he had the streaks or seven games. <laughs> In other news, uh, McDavid uh, streaked. Speaking of streaks. Oh, my gosh. What a player. Oh, you guys see that goal? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be nice to have a player like that. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating to see, though, seeing how this amazing superstar is on a different team. Yeah, it's not. It's not. (laughs) It's not fun. It's not fun to be impressed by by Mm -hmm. McDavid because he's on a different team. Although the team he's on is not. Yeah, exactly. But the team he's on isn't performing perfectly right now, so I'm not. I'm not so mad. (laughs) So the Calgary Flames, eh? uh, When. Dylan Dubé uh, hit KK. Uh, the Calgary Flame tweeted D-U-B-S dubs with a with a uh, emoji that does the sort of the flexing, flexing. Of the muscles. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. So I guess they agreed with the hit. Nice. Of course they did. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they? 
Oh, it'll be interesting to see next time we play them. And Vancouver, Vancouver on Monday though, which is twice. Definitely going to be. It's probably going to be rougher than this because tonight there were many little line brawls. We're not in line brawls, but little battles uh, where everyone bunched up. I think Vancouver playing our fourth game already, fourth and fifth back to back. That's going to be even. I think it might be even worse and dirtier than than tonight. That's what's exciting about the Canadian di- division is now we've faced everyone except Ottawa actually uh, and Winnipeg. Ottawa, Winnipeg. Oh, and Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. So once we've faced everyone once or twice, you know, we're starting to see like Vancouver and Calgary. We're going to start building some rivalries now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are yeah. Western teams who we, we haven't had rivalries with at least since ever. I was born. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Ever. So well, yeah, because we don't see them usually very much. Exactly. We do a West Coast trip and they do an East Coast trip and it's done usually. Yeah. One one or two games. Once yeah, one or two games swap and then they come back for one of our two and then that's it. It's not uh, it's not like this year, that's for sure. Oof. Mm-hmm. So every team nine times or ten? No, nine times. Nine and ten. Two teams ten, Ottawa okay. and Toronto, and then the other teams nine. Still that's a lot. Yeah. Wow. So after after those next two games, Montreal's playing Vancouver only four more times. You know what'd be interesting to keep track of, boys? We should try to keep track of is our record versus each team that we play. Like just to see, like so like for example, right now we're 0 and one against Toronto. Oh we oh are, and one. Oh oh and one. Yeah, oh oh and one, sorry, co- correct. Uh mm-hmm. and against Vancouver, we are two oh and one. Oh and one. And Calgary were one and one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should. I should try. I should try to write stuff of this. Some of this down and keep track. Oh well, it's you can find it online. Yeah, that too. Quickly, quickly, quickly look at their record versus uh, the uh, association. Yeah. yeah, but it's still pretty neat, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be exciting to track. Uh, okay. Well, I think we're uh, we're going to wrap it up for tonight. Yeah, the half should have won. That's a little disappointed, and yeah, we're just a little hurt and disappointed. It's always a, a shitty feeling, so we not a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> close it off, yeah. Close it off with a little frustration and a little hoopla frustration. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, fuck. Next game Monday night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Versus <laughs> the Canucks. The Canucks. Yeah. So, uh, Monday and Tuesday. 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 Yeah. Yeah. In Vancouver? No. no. Mon- Montreal. In Moncton, yeah. In Moncton, yeah. yeah. Montreal at 8 o'clock. Okay, cool. Yeah, 7 o'clock. Eastern. 8 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. 8 o'clock here. Atlantic. Yeah. Correct. Go Habs, go. All right. Oh, fuck, man. Go Habs, go. Go Habs, go. Montreal go, go. deserves the win. All right, boys. Have a good one. Listen Cheers. to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can listen to us on YouTube. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Habs, Drive for 25 Podcasts. Have a good one. Take care. Go, Habs, go. Habs go, Habs, won. go. What'd you say, Jake? Habs should have won. <laughs> what? The Habs should have won. Habs to the one? Should no, have won. won. Oh, should have won, right. Yeah. I thought you That's were saying like a new saying, like halves no. to the one, halves to the two, halves to like the three. I don't know. Rap like... song. <laughs> halves to the one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs>
Habs to the one. <laughs>